Let's get into our 10 o'clock conversation. I did say uh, we're going to be uh, speaking to the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development over this 1 billion rand that has been allocated to support subsistence farmers. It's through the Presidential Employment Stimulus Initiative. Now, it's expected that at least 75,000 small-scale farmers will benefit from the initiative. To uh, speak to us more about it today, we're joined by um, the Chief Director for Rural Development in the Department, uh, Clinton Heinemann. Uh, Clinton, good morning and thank you so much for your time today. Good morning, Cathy, and good morning, listeners. You know, we had an, uh, a call yesterday from uh, one of our listeners who wanted to know exactly what the process of qualifying um, for this, for, for this, um, um, this money is, is, is going to be. Right. Um, so in order to qualify, firstly, you have to be a small producer or a subsistence producer, as we put it out in the advert. Mm. Next, you have to be currently producing something on a piece of land, um, in your, uh, your property or a piece of land. Then the next thing is that you need to be a South African citizen. You have to be 18 years and above. You cannot be employed by the state. And you cannot have received any funding from the department in the current financial year. And that's the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. Mm. The next criteria is that we would like to promote women through the program. So 50% Clinton, of the Clinton ad- b- yes. b- before, you, before you go on, is there a particular cap in terms of what small producer means? Um, so are you supposed to only be farming on an X amount of land? Um, I, I suppose if you can just clarify uh, the, the, the criteria there. Right. Um, thanks, Cathy. All right, so for the criteria for, for land, um, we will be looking at different commodities, so fruit and veg, maize, grain, soya. We will also look at then... Um, the poultry industry, layers and broilers, and we will be looking at livestock, large livestock and small livestock. For, for the land-related um, commodities, we are looking at a hectare and, and lower, and there's various categories in the application. Um, for the, the poultry, we are looking at, if you have uh, layers, we're looking at a maximum of 40 birds. If you're looking at uh, broilers, then we're looking at a maximum of 100 birds. For small stock, we're looking at a maximum uh, of having 25 small animals or five large animals. Mm-hmm. So, so that the program is aimed at the poorest of the poor, um, at the subsistence producers. And if you remember, we have had a program earlier in the year that supported small-scale farmers that earned between 20,000 rand and a million rand per annum. Mm. So this is a very specific intervention, a short-term intervention to help uh, retain self-employment in the agricultural sector. And are you going to be quantifying it at all through that measure? So does it mean that the small-scale farmers that you're going to be looking at are perhaps those who are in the region of earning below that 20,000 rand that, um, th- that was initially part of that, that money that you had first released? Right. So the, the, the funding that was first released was under, under a COVID initiative, and the limits were set at 20 to a million. 
Um, this is a presidential employment stimulus initiative, and yes, the, the, the obviously based on the sizes of these um, small producers, the, the, the annual turnover would definitely be under 20,000. Okay, all right, sure. Th- yeah. Thanks, thanks for that we, clarity there, Clinton. Kathy, I just want to add mm. that we, won't, we will not, we, in terms of our process, the application is online on the USSD, um, but more, more importantly, the, they will, every applicant will be visited by an official of the department, mm. by an agricultural graduate or an ARISEC youth, um, to verify that they are actually producing and then to look at the scale of their production as well as collect any information that we require. For instance, uh, a proof of ID It's very important for us. We mm. need to be able to prove that you are indeed the person that you claim to be. Okay. Clinton, I think you, you can go ahead in terms of the rest of the criteria. You're talking about how you're also placing a special emphasis on women. Yes. So I think if you go and look historically at um, programs of government, there's always been an effort to, to promote women, um, youth and people with disabilities. This year, we are, are really trying to design our criteria that women um, take at least 50% of the allocation um, made uh, or, or the applications that are awarded. Um, and I think if you would have seen the minister's address, you would also know why women, because in this small producer category, women really are the, 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 the foundation of small producer at home, making sure that their families have food. Um, the next category that we will then look at is promoting um, on gender, we, uh, sorry, on uh, youth, on age. We will look at promoting the age category 18 to 35, that is seen as the youth category as the definition. Mm. And and obviously in this category there would be men and women. And then we will also, 5% of the allocations we are trying to direct towards people with disabilities. Um, the, the, the sciences of production also... Um, we, we've allowed, and, and I think in some circles criticized for the, the small amount of money. Um, but if you look at the, the size of the package, it's between 1,000 and 9,000 rand. And depending on, if we took an example of um, vegetable production, if you were producing in a planter, uh, which could be a tire, a box, something on your balcony, mm. then, then you would get 1,000 rand what would you do with 9,000 rand, um, you know, mm, in that case? Mm, so, mm. so we've tried to put packages together that suit the farmer's production scale as of the time that they are verified. And um, that's why we will take photos on our handheld applications that we are sending with, with the um, verifying um, officials into the field. Um, 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 so, um, uh, do these do these farmers um, have to be registered? So do do they have do, do they need any formal registration? And I'm thinking because of the people that you're targeting, and not many of them would actually perhaps be formed under companies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm correct, Kathy. I I think, or I don't think I know that we are not going to be looking for formal registration. We, we have also not looked for proof of bank documents. Mm. We, will, we will use our eyes to verify if somebody is producing 
or not producing. Um, it, it, it will also help us as the state to build a very solid um, small producer uh, register. Mm. So we once we've done this exercise, besides the benefit of um, an applicant getting an award to help them sustain their production and sustain their livelihoods a few months, that's the one thing. There are also other benefits to the state of the program. One, we will know where our small producers are. Mm. We will know where they are geolocated. We will know what they are producing. And this will then help us strengthen the agricultural registers of not only the national department, but also the provincial department. Are people who have other forms of employment, so they may not necessarily be employed by the state, Clinton, but um, who perhaps have, whether it's, uh, you know, just work here and there whenever they can get it and are also, um, you know, growing food or are in, in have, have, have had some kind of production, are they going to be eligible for this funding? And and, and, and and I'm saying this in the context because what we've seen under COVID-19 is that a lot of people, of course, are, have taken up growing their own uh, produce, growing their own food, simply because of the impact that COVID-19 has had on, on families and, and on communities. So you'd have a lot more people um, who are growing things, whether it's, uh, you know, on their own pieces of land in their backyards. So would those people be eligible? Yes, definitely. Um, eligibility um, is to anybody that is producing. Uh, as we said, they're not on not on a register. Mm. If you if you are a South African citizen um, falling within those that criteria, you are welcome to apply. If you live in a, a rural area and in a peri-urban area, that means mm. the far edges of cities, we would definitely consider those applications. As I said, you know we we understand that households are under severe pressure after COVID. Um, although we're still food secure as a, as a country, it's at that household level where we've seen unemployment, people have had part-time jobs. So besides being a government employee, um, a salaried employee, we are supporting anybody who has... And remember, I think key here is that it's one application per household. Mm, so mm. We, we, are looking, we, we are looking for a person to apply in the household that, that meets the criteria. And we won't be doing more than one application in a household. And how we will verify that is, obviously, we will do um, geolocation with our application that we will be running when we do verification. Okay. So we, we, won't, we won't necessarily, let's say, for instance, two people did apply mm. um, in a household. We won't be punitive and disqualify both people. We would only award to one person. Okay. All right, so Clinton. Try, yeah. Sure. Let, let, let me go to the phone lines because uh, I have a number of our listeners that are already holding on the line. John Ntwani, in fact, he's the caller that got in touch with us yesterday. And uh, he was also complaining about the number uh, that has been given by the department for people to get in touch. John, good morning. Good morning, Tessie. How are you? I'm well, thank you, sir. Go for it. I'm well, thank you. I'm listening right now. Unfortunately, I'm not in the house. I'm on the street. Tessie. Uh, I wonder, how does this government work? I'm more than my years, I'm 30, sometimes 38. And then these people, they are talking of 35 years. Whilst, I don't know, are they going to help people under who are above 30, 35? I'm producing currently. I'm unemployed. I was employed. Unfortunately, which means I don't fall in all the categories the guy has mentioned. I don't fall on those categories. However, I do have a, a, 
veggies and stuff like that. I don't know how to, to, to go about all this. Because uh, a day last week, there was this lady who came to my house with, with this uh, a commissioner from someone from the, uh, from the farming community, from the government. And they just pass, passes by, by my gate saying, no, they want people who, who are heavy, little kids who are 10 years and older. They want two kids who are 10 years and older. I do have only one kid who's, who's 18 months old, so I don't qualify on that category. And their registration, as if he talks about the registering uh, as a farmer, their number doesn't work. I phoned uh, Pretoria's number several times. Unfortunately, one can't get through. I was given this uh, USSD number yesterday. It doesn't work as well. So I don't know. We are, like, frustrated. All right, John, let me get Clinton to try and deal with uh, some of your concerns. Clinton? Uh, good, I'm um, good, I'm good morning, John. Um, and thank you, Kathy. Um, John, I think the, the first question that we have to answer is, um, as a male that is um, over the age of 35, can, can you apply? Yes, you can apply. Um, we are going to give priority to, to women. Um, so a, as we've indicated that anybody can apply. Um, as we go through, as we get our applications in, it's come, first come, first serve. 50% of the applications will go to women. 50% will go to um, Forty uh, percent will go to youth, and five percent will go to people with disabilities. Um, so, so yes, you can apply. The, the second issue that you, you've you've mentioned is that you've mentioned that you've tried to phone the USSD number. Um, yes, and, I, and you, I was given you, this number. Sorry, sorry. No, it's I was given this number yesterday. It doesn't go through. I tried the, uh, two months back. I tried to phone. Uh, the farm uh, registration number, it doesn't work as well. I don't know where to from here. Must I go to one of the offices around town, or what must I do? Okay, John. John, before you, you rush off to town or to one of the offices, please wait until 10 o'clock tomorrow morning Okay. to use, to use the USSD number. Until tomorrow um, morning? Yes. So the USSD number is a national number, um, as, as indicated in the minister's speech when she launched the program. You will go online at, uh, well, on the 10th, and we've now determined that the time will, will um, be 10 o'clock in the morning. The, the system will go live. The system lies within the Vodacom system. You type in the number like you would type in a, um, a normal um, recharge voucher on your phone and then you start answering the question. Um, we've had a small glitch in the system, so currently the, the application is in English, but there is an option to get help. It's fine, to post it's fine. No, no, I'm just saying there is, a, is an option. Um, the first option will be to complete in English, but for those listeners that, that need support in, in completing in any of the other 11 languages, we have mm. a, a choice that you would click number two and it would get an SMS with help. So you would basically be SMS the entire application in the language of your choice, which will then help you um, complete the English application. So, so please do not be discouraged um, if, if we are saying we are prioritizing um, women, uh, youth, and people with disabilities. Uh, we understand that the need is, is large out in the country, and we even think that 150,000 applications is, is limited. 
but we are limited by time um, and budget constraints at this stage. So we want to, this is one of the initiatives. We have other initiatives in the department that farmers can apply for throughout the year. Um, this is a specific initiative to try just um, alleviate uh, poverty in the, in, in the very short term and also help us then build up a, a database with your, de- with your information in it then, um, John. So I hope that answers some of your questions. Don't be discouraged. Please apply, and the department will um, consider all applications on merit. Okay. Well, all right. The Ask, ask, ask him when is the closing mm-hmm. date okay. for for the application. Okay. The closing um, date for the application. No, no problem, John. Clinton, go for it. Kathy, thanks. Um, so the closing date we've 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 set at the twenty second of uh, December. Okay. The the but but the listeners must be aware that there's a hundred and fifty thousand applications that we're taking, mm-hmm. and um, it it is first come first serve. So uh, you, 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 I would not wait until the 22nd or the mm, 20th mm. to make your application. As soon as the USSD goes live, please apply. All right. Um, it, it is, it is a new, new technology we're using. Mm. Um, it also makes it much easier for, for small producers to do the application from their household rather than to have um, large volumes of forms to complete. And mm. we've tried to make the application process as, um, transparent and fair as possible, and also then to ensure that we collect the relevant data mm. um, that's required to so that we can account for the funds that we are utilizing of the state. All right, John, we're going to have to leave it there for this morning. Clinton, I'm going to ask you just to stay on the line for me because we do still have a couple of more callers that have been lined up for you. It's 10.30. Utsile Sako has your latest news. SMS SAFM now on 41391. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're looking at the this 1 billion rand to support subsistence farmers that is going to be uh, released and distributed by the Department of Rural Development. The chief director in the department, Clinton Heinemann, is on the line and he's been just explaining um, how exactly these funds are going to be rolled out and who uh, will be considered to receive them. And as you heard, tomorrow, 10 o'clock, is when that USSD line then goes live. So up until 10 o'clock tomorrow, you actually can't apply and they'll only be able to uh, support 150,000 people. That's the number of, of applications uh, that they're going to be able to take in. Cyril in Gokstad, good morning. Good morning, Katie. Uh, good morning to Clyde. Uh, Clyde, something is not telling up here. Uh, I've listened to the minister uh, uh, explaining this. But first, before we go anywhere, Let's appreciate that you you come on the board because I'm one of them that asked for the relevant person to come on board. Now we got a clearer picture who is qualifying because there'll be thousands of people applying. Meantime, they are not even qualifying. Now we've got a clearer picture. Uh, Clyde. It's, it, it's Cyril, it's Clinton. 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 Oh, that's <laughs> sure, fine. go for Clinton. it. Go for it. Yeah. Clinton, surely the department must have taken account which provinces we got nine provinces, and in all these provinces, there'll be uh, equality. Now, in KwaZulu-Natal, and, and let me clear this, that I'm saying this, uh, uh, conflicting, uh, this thing, uh, confusing this thing. The minister spoke about communal. Now, my understanding from communal subsistence people or farmers, 
Those are the people like in the homeland. Now, in KwaZulu-Natal, we have the Nganyama Trust, and we know which homeland we got here. But we want the department to be fair, to help everyone. Now, I've been speaking about the, uh, the marginalization of the Khoisan. Now, in KwaZulu-Natal, because of our forceful removal, our people are sitting without their land that has been claimed. These opportunities are coming through. Now we've heard from Clinton that you don't have to be registered. Now we have people descending Greekers. We've got about eight farms in Gozinatel, you know, in East Greek land. Will the minister give them also an opportunity? That's a question that I'm posing to Clyde. And if he can take it further to the minister. Now, also, first come, first serve. Now, when you look at that, the poor people that are thousands out in the homeland that doesn't know, not all of us are privileged to hear this information, might even lose out. But by the time they hear, uh, that 75,000 could be filled. I don't know. But that is my point, is that right. will they be visiting was in the town to include the Khoisan dependent also? Okay, uh, thanks for that, Cyril and Cockstad. Clinton? Uh, Cyril, thanks a lot. Yeah. Um, okay, so we definitely will be visiting all provinces. We, we, we know that there's 150,000 applications, and within our systems, we've tried to distribute the applications um, per province. So we know exactly you know, how many applications we can take per province <coughs> before, uh, to keep it as... Um, widespread as possible um on the on the issue of the Khoisan, of course all Khoisan households are encouraged to apply there is no in no way um any different application process Khoisan members should be notified that they should use the ussd code and i will read that out if kathy if you don't do it later um they must use that ussd code to apply as a household even if the land is communal or the land is it, it, it is immaterial, really. If the land is used on a school property, as long as you, as an applicant, can prove that you are working for your household on that piece of land. Even even the land can be uh, a communal land. It can be a commonage that's divided mm. into different pieces. All that we need proof of is that you are producing on a specific piece of land to a certain scale. And, and that would be that would be um, good enough for us to show that you are actually in production. So, so please, you know, whichever um, background you come from, you are welcome to apply using the USSD code. Okay, uh, thank, thank, thanks for that, Clinton. Uh, let me go to Nglovo in Mtata. Nglovo, good morning. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? I'm well, thank you, sir. I'm okay, Kevin. Okay. I may have missed some of the. Things that have been discussed already, but mm. I want to check. Uh, I heard about uh, large and small animals and numbers and all that. So I mm. want to check that. Just two things: if you are doing pigs, pig farming, uh, how many pigs do you need to have for you to to to, to qualify for 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 this funding? But secondly, do you need to have an entity registered that you are running the operation under, or just you can? apply if, if you are doing it at the top of your yard. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, Clinton, I think you've you answered the second part of that question, but uh, just for oh, the benefit no. of Nglovo and perhaps that. some of our other listeners, if you can just repeat. All right. Uh, it's, it's fine. 
So, so if you are a pig farmer, and I'll use the example then, and you're farming in your back, you are then able to, um, and we would then support up to 25 animals as a pig farmer. It's small livestock, and then the voucher typically that you would get would be an electronic voucher once we visited you, and you would then use that voucher to buy feed, feed supplements, medicines, dips, etc., for your pigs. We are not through this program buying um, livestock, be it poultry, uh, large stock, or small stock. And the reason for this is that we believe that we've already asked all applicants to, uh, to be producing already, and therefore we would like to support their current operations. It also just helps our funding go a bit further. Um, I, I know many people have complained about the billion rand, but if you take um, 150,000 applications, and you multiply that by the maximum of 9,000 rand, um, then you get to 1.2 billion rand. So you, you would see that, that the money doesn't go as far as we'd like it to go, and therefore we need to put in place certain, certain limits um, for the, to help as many farmers as we can. Okay. Uh, happy in Zanin. Kathy, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Go for it, Happy. Kathy, can you hear? Yes, I can. Yeah, uh, thank you very much. I guess. Yes, thank you very much for your program and uh, this kind of people, um, the likes of uh, Clinton. Uh, you know, you, you, you once um, stand over to your program and he was talking something to what Clinton is saying. I have a problem in accessing the Department of uh, Agriculture. Mm-hmm. It's way difficult when you go to their offices, let alone phone Phones from this department are not being picked up. Um, and later, when you go to their offices, you don't know who you want, Kathy. You go there and give the security personnel uh, uh, no information, mm. and they will turn you away. And they will just say, we don't know who's going to assist you. It's way difficult. It's easy for Clinton to come on radio now and say what he is saying. But there at the grassroots, uh, Kathy, it's, uh, it's quite quiet for us as small farmers mm. and emerging farmers to access this department. I'll give an example. Um, I, I, I am a poultry farmer, but now I, my business has closed down with 19 and all my workers are at home. I have applied to, to the department for funding like they were giving everybody who was a small farmer 50000 to survive. Mm. Now, I did not get that money. I went from one pillar to another post. I'm just frustrated with all the processing here. Mm. I wonder what Clinton is coming up with. Will assist me because I'm, I had the minister. I was listening clear all the uh, that press conference she was uh, briefing us. I listened very clear to that it was going to be around 1,000 and 9,000. Some of us would not survive on that. And should we have been given those funds that were available during the COVID, we would have been closed down and we would still be having a, a workers' case. Mm-hmm. And it's so pathetic, it's so painful for some of us. We have debts to pay, we have this and that to pay. We, cars have been repossessed, our houses have been taken. And for assistance, you don't kind of assistance you are looking for from the department. It's, you know, it's, it's good to come and showcase and say what well, I have challenged Messendore the other day, Casey, when it was in that program, mm-hmm. to say he must be clear with what he is saying on the farms uh, that were available, the assistance that they are going to give. 
nothing. When you go to the department, they will tell you that they don't know, either they don't know that program, or they will tell you it's not yet open for application. They will open in April for this year. They will open in April for... You know, there are just but a lot of... I am very concerned about this one. I, I okay. don't know what uh, the thing is going to assist us at, at all. Um, I don't know what is going to answer me, but... There's okay. the crossroads there where it's not been done, mm. All right. Uh, Happy, thank you for calling in and for, for making that point. And I think, you know, we've we've had a number of callers. Every time we have um, a, a similar type of conversation uh, that complain about what the experience is, uh, especially at the level where you're interfacing with officers at, at a local level. I'm going to take Infrahim in also in Limbobo as our final caller. And uh, Clinton then will, will give just his responses. Um, um, Ephraim? Yes, how are you, Kathy? I'm well, thank you, sir. Go for it. Okay. Uh, I just want to know about the us, uh, people who wanted to start farming, uh, but that didn't have uh, yet started, as mm. we, don't, we don't have the infrastructures. Uh, when you go to the Department of uh, Agriculture in our towns, areas you try to ask help it's just the same as the guy who just spoke uh, before me you don't get uh, help you go from killer to post nobody's assisting in that so i just want to know in this one are we also included so we can apply as well as i'm interested in farming with uh, chickens okay ifrahim thanks for the question clinton all right um thanks kathy and Ephraim, um and also um the other the other caller okay so so i i do agree that that it's not a perfect um situation that everybody is in in terms of accessing previous um uh, programs and i'm sure even on this program there will be many teething problems as we go into uh visits etc but what what we are what we are trying to do and and that is um exactly the point that um the previous speaker was making is we are trying to move away from people having to visit offices to get information. We've had a, a big media campaign on this. I think we've been at least on most of the country's radio stations. We've been on television. We are doing adverts um, and we are advertising this code star one three four star four five three six hash. And and this code then should make it a lot easier for access of small producers to to access the department um, there are other programs and I just want to mention that many of the programs that happened under COVID happened under very very strict um, lockdown regulations and many of the applicants uh, were unable to provide the necessary documentation in some cases um, because of the lockdown so what is currently happening is that the department is uh, reviewing a number of those applications to still see if they can assist these farmers. Um, and it's unfortunate that, that, you know, under COVID conditions, people have lost um, livelihoods in that, in that way. But, um, yes, yeah, so, so that, that would be, that, that would be my, my comments on, on these, um, these callers. 
Okay. Would you like me to talk to anything else, Kathy? Uh, no, I think we're going to wrap it up there because uh, we're also running late on the interview that's coming up after yours. Uh, Clinton Hyman, he is the uh, Chief Director in the Department of Rural Development. So we'll wait then for that line to go live tomorrow, as you always do. I'm sure you'll keep in touch in terms of what your experience with it is. Just to repeat, it's star 134 star 4536 hash. Uh, so just one final time, that number, star 134, star 4536, hash. I uh, certainly hope that you have at least m- more information than you did at the beginning of the program around how all of this is uh, scheduled to work. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it and, and track its progress. And as you heard, the, um, the 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 line opens tomorrow and the closing date is going to be on the 22nd of December. So quite a limited period for you to apply and uh, it is on a first come, first serve basis. So uh, the sooner you apply, the better. I wonder if it's going to be like, okay, no, let me not be a naysayer. Uh, (laughs) Uh, let's take a quick break we're back with the department of water and sanitation